What's up, hard-headed fans? Holy crap. Third episode this week. Well, for spinning, at least. Second for me. Anyway. Yeah. Crossing Baylor. Baylor bus. Baylor bus. That's what we're going to start calling. Are you drained, though, of talking? You're going to be able to put on a show today? Oh, yeah. We're living. We're living. Well, we're here uh, going to talk about NBA award predictions and NBA playoff predictions. So we might as well just dive right into it. Got a lot to talk about here. Here are our award predictions. We might as well start right off the bat with MVP since we all have uh, a different pick here. Vinny, I'm going to let you start with Giannis just because in my eyes, as of right now, Giannis seems to be a uh, third option out of these three individuals. But what's your, yeah. what's your case for Giannis? Giannis... My case for Giannis is uh, – Oh, hold on. He, Before you continue, as you know, we got a rat guest here today, Chase Richter. I should have probably introduced, said that right away. But he's back on to talk some NBA again and give us some more terrible takes likely about NBA. So here's Chase. Hey, what up, guys? I'm uh, <laughs> happy to be back. I'm surprised you guys let me on after the last time of kind of roasting your guys' takes. Oh, um, definitely have a couple that I got to expose nice. you for from the last episode. So but we'll get to that. But yeah, nice. Skinny, uh, let's hear your Giannis take. All right. The high who who on this list plays on the highest seeded team? Can we uh, answer that question? Who that is? Is this your only argument? No, this is not my only argument. I just want you to answer the question. The Bucks. Giannis okay. Plays in the okay. Season. Okay. So, but I that's, that, that's one. The Sixers have down. the Sixers have the same record as the Bucks. Yes, they do. But the so, highest seeded team, they have the tiebreaker, so that's still that's still something, you know. Um. Anyways, that usually helps in the MVP conversation. Giannis is averaging essentially 30, 11. And six. So that's pretty ridiculous. Um, Giannis is the best player in the league right now. So that's also in his favor. I know that's not something like you take into consideration, but when you go back on history, it's 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 happened a lot where players right in their prime have won three out of four MVPs and then like not won one for a while. LeBron did it. LeBron, All those yeah. yeah, that's kind of the thing. You maybe win like two or three, and then after that, you don't win for a while. So I think that could be this situation with Giannis as well. And also his his um, advanced like advanced metric stats are pretty good. His uh, his true shooting percentage is sixty three percent. Like he he has uh, what? Not as good as Jokic. No, yeah, okay, you're right. So that's what I'm, that's the argument I'm trying to make is that you're right. Jokic is like just better than Giannis in all these stats, but Giannis is like second in basically all of them. So, so I I see where you're coming from, but I'm saying that there isn't that much of a gap between between uh, Jokic and Giannis. And while and while Jokic is the most valuable, obviously for his team because his his teammates aren't as good as either of the other two candidates. If you take Giannis off the Bucks, they're still awful because Chris Middleton is mid. And so I'm 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 a Chris Middletonator. I'm gonna throw that out there right now. So I don't think he is that even 
I'm taking uh, Chris Middleton and Drew player. Holiday over Will Barton and Aaron Gordon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not. You're not wrong. But I'm saying these gaps aren't that. Aren't that is that quite big between gap, them. That is quite gaps. a gap. Yeah, that one is quite a gap. That one is quite a gap. But the other things aren't that big of a gap. Uh, Giannis is the best player. There's been history for it. And when you look back between these three guys, who's the best player? Who's going to be the best player all time consideration between these three guys? It's easy. It's definitely Giannis. Well, that's not guaranteed, Giannis. That, so, so that, that might, you might argument. say that doesn't go into the argument, but when we're talking about higher caliber of all time players, the odds of winning three out of four MVPs goes up. And Giannis is definitely the highest pantheon level player of these three guys. I'm not disagreeing, but to just using use history that as a history a is my argument. To use that as for a reason why he's going to win, that's not that's not a good argument there. Yeah, it is. History is history is my argument. That's a great argument. All right, Chase. What do you got about Joel Embiid? Obviously, he had a great year. What do you got? Yeah. Um, I mean, all three of these guys are definitely the top three candidates for the MVP. Um, I think all three are pretty deserving. Um, I'm going with. Embiid, kind of strictly based on the fact that I think this award is definitely narrative-based. Um, and just kind of how the media votes this award, I think Embiid will get it. Um, as we know, Joker got it last year. I think it's really tough to get back-to-back MVPs. Obviously, we've seen people do it. Um, but I don't know. I just think that um, the Sixers had a really good year. I think that will come into play. Like you said, they have the same record as the Bucks, So... Um, what Joker did this year with the lack of teammates, I think that is very impressive. Um, people say the West is down, but the West is still pretty tough. Um, it's definitely not like the old East. So, um, also too, I mean, Embiid put up 30, 11 and four, um, base, I mean, basically 31, 12 and four. Yeah. Um, and he's the first center since Shaq to lead the league in scoring. So, I mean, a pretty good uh pretty good company so clearly it hasn't been done for a long time uh but yeah like i said mostly basing this just off of how i think the award is voted on um i think it'll come down to joker and Embiid more than it will Giannis, just because i think Giannis has kind of gotten all the attention over the last couple of years but um yeah i don't know what do you what's your case on joker all right, before, before you talk about us, there's two things I got to say to make sure we're clear so I don't get roasted coming back later on. Jokic is going to win. There's been polls. Everything's been polled. Like, I would, if I was betting money, it would be on Jokic to win. I think Giannis should win. But Jokic is going to win, it looks like, like from, from what the voter aspect is. So, like, that. I'm not, uh, I'm not, like... 100% behind my pick on that. I think Giannis is going to win, but I think that he should. And yeah, I agree with you. All, will. all the latest polls and everything are definitely saying Joker's probably leading that right now, but I don't know. I think Embiid could maybe sneak it out, but yeah, I definitely think it's going to be between Joker and Embiid versus Giannis, whether even though Giannis is maybe deserving too, obviously. So three amazing and, players. So it's three amazing players. I, it's I would also and like all, all three of these guys deserve to win absolutely to be in consideration this has been like the closest like this has been down to the wire fun mvp race that we've actually not just known forever 
ever saw. That's this has been the closest MVP race and I for also, at least 10, 15 years. I also think these three are like so dominant on both ends, too. They're not just like a score like James Harden has been in the past or Russell Westbrook, um, guys like that. I think these guys just affect both ends so well that, I don't know, three amazing players. So I would also like to add that Devin Booker and Jason Tatum are – you know, they're having MVP seasons in their own right as well. So those two guys, you know, if this was a different year, they didn't have three big men being absolutely insanely dominant. Booker and uh, Tatum are two guys that could have won this year as well. So I'd like to, you know, give them their moment, shout them out briefly. But Loki Luca too. Loki Luca too. Loki Luca as well. Yeah. But I mean, come on. Jokic is going to win. I can't believe you guys didn't put him down. Let's be real with ourselves here. You guys even admitted he's probably gonna win. So why didn't you just write him down? Because he shouldn't win. Everyone, How, okay. everyone loves a good argument. All right. Here, here's here's the the Nikola Jokic back to back MVP case. One, he had a better year this year than last year. He has better better stats basically everywhere. Like he's got better, and so now you're to give him MVP last year and then put up better numbers and not get it. That's kind of that's kind of weird to me. He led the NBA in basically every advanced stat, uh, including this one, which I thought was interesting. The Nuggets are, per 100 possessions, 19.5 points better than their opponents. Uh, Giannis, the, the other two guys on this list, Giannis and Embiid, Giannis is only 10.8, and Embiid is only 11.3. So way better than them in that category. He had the NBA record for player efficiency this year. First player in NBA history with 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 500 assists in a season. First player in NBA history to do that. Come on now. So he's doing it every, every single way possible. He's top 10 in the NBA this year in points, rebounds, and assists. Only player in the NBA. He averaged 27, 14, and 8 with one and a half steals and a block per game on 58% shooting, 34% from three. 81% from the free throw line, which gives you a true shooting percentage of 66%. And it, which, if he wins MVP this year, that would be second best for MVP winners of all time. So, I mean, the numbers are there. No, no Murray or MPJ all year and still only finished three games behind the Bucks and the Sixers. I, I just don't know how you can't give it to Jokic this year. He just had he had the best season. While also, it's slightly better than the other two. Because obviously, like we said, it's straight toss-up. They're all very deserving, but also I will say you talk about uh, MVPs of all time. Jokic would be the second worst two-time MVP of all time. (sighs) There's basically only been three two-time MVPs that aren't consensus. Okay. So there's been of in the history of the NBA MVP, there's basically been three guys that aren't, consensus top 10 players of all time that have back to back that have two MVPs Malone Moses Malone Steve Nash and Nikola Jokic three yep essentially that aren't like Jordan Magic Kareem LeBron and you're not counting Bob Pettit then and Bob Pettit sorry and Bob Pettit but Bob Pettit was in 1956 and 1961. So I'm going since the merger. Since the merger. Two guys. Since the merger. Three guys. <clears throat> so 
Jokic would be an outlier when it comes to that level of history as well, because he'd be the second worst two-time MVP ever. So that's kind of something too. Like when you're promoting guys to that level of being good, like how good are they? Are we going to look back and regret it? Like there's no way some of those voters don't regret one of those Steve Nash MVPs. Right. But I mean, that's a good point. I just don't think that has any effect whatsoever on what the voters decide to do. I don't think that really impacts their decision. Um, but that is a good point. I mean, he definitely, if he wins MVP, would, yes, be the second worst two-time MVP. But, I mean, the dude's only 27 years old, so we're just giving up hope that he true, can true. Win a championship or true. anything like that. So. True. You're, you're, you, oh, so you're you're taking back your Jokic is better than Moses Malone take now? You're taking that back? Hey, I did say shortly after I even said that to you earlier that it's probably way too early to say that. I probably disrespected Moses Mullen a little bit by by doing that. Three-time MVP and a NBA champion, Moses Malone, with 29,000 career points. So, yeah, that's a little too early to say Oaks is better than him, but I think he could be. All right. All right. Anyways, let's, let's dive into DPOY. We got Marcus Smart and Mikel Bridges, which I hope to God one of these two wins, which I think it is. I think we're finally going to see – a perimeter player win, first got first guard since uh, Gary Payton. So I'm not gonna really argue you guys against Marcus Smart, Mikel Bridges. They're essentially the same argument. Neither guy is very high in advanced metrics because usually those are the big men that have mm-hmm. the best advanced stats defensively. But these two guys guard the best player every single night. They switch on to everybody. They guard one through five because because of the switching and. The two teams are the one and two in terms of defensive rating this year. Celtics one, Suns two. So the best defenders on the best teams, great. One of these guys has to win in my eyes. I gave the slight edge to Mikel Bridges over Marcus Smart just because I think he did it all season. He played all 82 games this year. Uh, Marcus Smart definitely didn't do that. He averaged all For the fourth guys. straight season, Bridges did that. Yeah. Um. Random stat here. I didn't even know they tracked this. He averaged 1.3 miles per game on the defensive end, which is by, like by far the most out of Bridges. anyone. So he's like, yeah, Bridges. So he's running around the court, guarding anybody the entire game. He also led the NBA in minutes per game. So he plays every game, plays the most in every game, and guards the best player all game, every game. So that's just why I had to go. With he's just a robot. He's a robot. Right, he's a robot. Yeah. Marcus Smart's the same way, though. Marcus Smart's a dog, though. That's that's my that's my little edge to Marcus Smart is just the like, like he's got a bigger role this season than he's ever had on the Celtics as far as like primary ball. They basically kick Schroeder out and and get Derek White, who's a little bit lower of a ball handler, he can play off the ball a little bit, and they pretty much said Marcus Smart, you're the primary point guard. 50, 60% of the time. And the other, and the others is just when is Jason Tatum time in the fourth quarter. But and Brown gets an occasional, you know, five, ten percent. But Smarts had a way bigger role and he's still brought it on the defensive end like crazy. So I think uh I think that's that's the pick. But again, I am 
unworldly happy with anything other than Rudy Gobert again. So as long as we can get one of these guys and not his bummy of a player. Danny, did you you originally have Marcus Smart as your DPOY on our first episode three or whatever it was? Or did we all three change ours? Because I think we all changed it. I think this is the only award prediction that I've changed. Um, And I don't remember what your guys, I don't think you guys had Bridges and Smart, but um, yeah, I don't know. Kind of like you guys are saying, I hope to God that it's one of these two. Um, I'm sick of seeing guys like Rudy Gobert who literally just sits in the paint. I didn't, don't get me wrong. He's a good defender. He's obviously probably deserving of those awards at times, but like year after year after year, we only give it to these big men. Right. We can't this? guard a guard. Rudy can't guard a guard in the playoffs. Well, like, Rudy, Rudy Gobert can't guard a guard one Yeah. Where's this voter fatigue that kicks in for all these other awards? Like, yeah, why can't I have for Rudy? Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's uh just good to see that those guys, those perimeter defenders are kind of getting their uh their uh publicity now. So well it's a perimeter dominated game now. Like yeah. I feel like it's time to give a perimeter defender the DPOY. Like, come on. Uh well I guess I guess Kawhi did win. He's more of a perimeter defender, but he's like a forward. These guys are guards, you know. Yeah. So Mikhail's uh, a forward, what? He plays a little of the two though too. He's a yeah, he's more of a two. He's six six. Like he's a three four. Mikel's a toss up. I mean, yeah, he guards every position. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, the last one, the last note I wanted to say about Mikel Bridges, uh, I just threw down some shooting stats of elite players that he when he guarded them this year. Curry was two for twelve. Harden was one for nine. Ant was three for ten. Siakam was three for ten. And Fox was four for thirteen. So that's a whole wide range of players there, all elite players that he just absolutely destroyed. So, yeah, that was just like my last little note there. Uh, the next three awards, I don't think we really need to dive in, given that we're all in agreement. Evan, Evan Mobley, Rookie of the Year, Six Man of the Year, Tyler Hero, Most Improved, John Morant. Uh, the Rookie of the Year, that's another close award race, though. That could obviously end up going to, I think, Scotty Barnes would be the only, like, other true possible winner. Maybe. I don't, I even think, I don't think Cunningham is, I think Cunningham's third. I think Barnes has a better case for him just because Cunningham really came on towards the end of the year. He doesn't have that full season argument that uh, Barnes and Mobley have. And then Tyler Hero is just, I mean, he's clearly the best six man. Yeah. Most points off the bench, just yeah. absolutely balling. 21 so. points a game, five rebounds, four assists on 40% shooting from three. Yeah, that's off the bench. Off nice. the bench. Yeah. I mean, realistically, he is a starter, but he's just playing that Lou Will role, you know. So, yeah. Whatever. He's taking advantage of it. But. John Morant jumping eight points per game, 5% field goal, two rebounds, 4% three pointers. And his team won 18 more games this year. So, yeah. I mean, and. And when it comes to Jaw, there's two different types of most improved. It's going from a role player to a star or yep. going from like a star to a superstar. Yes. Either way, I think you can make a most improved argument. It just depends on which one is better that year. And yep. Jaw yep. going from a star to a superstar is his most improvement this year. And I think that's the argument you make for the haters that want to pick somebody different for that agree. reason. So. I do yeah. want to say, though, that uh, Desmond Bain, Jordan Poole, Darius Garland, those guys are all deserving the most improved, too. Probably could win it. Miles Bridges, that'd be another one. 
probably could win it in different years, but I just think Ja is the slight edge there. Um, I guess coach of the year, I'll let Chase defend his Taylor Jenkins um, take since Spinny and I both have Monty Williams. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess uh, Monty Williams is obviously uh, coach of a team with the best record in the NBA. Um, I guess my argument against that is I just don't like, especially for coach of the year awards, going to the team. Like, they were already a good team last year. Um, yes, they got better. Yes, he's still coaching them to where they are. But I just think it's uh, more deserving to go to guys like Taylor Jenkins. Uh, even Chris Finch, I think, is definitely a top five candidate for the Timberwolves. Um, the Grizzlies, what is their record this year? Um, They're 56 and 26. 56 and 26. Um, last year they had 38 wins. So, I mean, they were just barely above 500 last year. Uh, they were 38 and 34 uh, with that shortened season. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I just – I don't like going to coaches that of teams that were good already in the past. It's kind of like giving it to Steve Kerr every year back in the day. It's like, yeah, I mean, kind of give it to someone who uh, completely flips a team or something. So. so you're going for more of that, that storyline, that narrative yeah. there. And I mean, nobody thought the Grizzlies were going to be the two seed in the West this year. I mean, I think, that you, everyone... I think you could have made the argument that they would flirt with that five through eight seed or whatever. But um, even so, I think they're more so thought of being a uh, play-in tournament team, uh, similar to the Timberwolves. So they've definitely exceeded expectations majorly. So, And that's fair. And that's, that's the argument that I think I would have used if, Monty Williams hadn't had won a coach of the year before, but yeah, he hasn't. Yeah. And yeah. he has been a huge difference for them over last year and this year. Like if you give him like that, he, he yeah. brought them to this level along with Chris Paul and he kept them better than last year when Chris Paul missed significant time, Devin Booker missed significant time and DeAndre Ayton missed like 18 games. So he yep. still kept them all to the best record despite that. And I think with it wasn't like, really he, even close he, either. And and That's he deserves he deserves off. one coach of the year in one of these years. So I think right. this is just the year they give it to him. Yeah, I'm with you there, Spinny. Best record in the NBA by far. And yeah, I mean he hasn't won it in the past, so that's kind of that's been usually how I I base my award predictions off of. And yeah, I'm gonna go Monty. I just it's hard to picture them not going money, but Taylor Jenkins, obviously a very deserving candidate in his own right. All right. All NBA predictions here. This one was tough for me. I'm sure it was for you guys as well, just because I could not decide if there's going to be enough voters to um, that include Giannis Jokic and Embiid in first team. Technically I looked it up. Technically Jokic and Embiid are both, um, eligible at the forward spot, but both Embiid and Jokic played a hundred percent of their minutes this year at center. They didn't exactly. play one single minute this year at at the four spot. So that's kind of that's how I made my teams. I had to only um, have Jokic on my first team and not Embiid, which definitely kind of altered some other things. And obviously, Embiid's having a first team season. This is just strictly due to the the bs criteria that the all nba is based off of which is 
two guards, two forwards, center. It shouldn't be so position um, based. Like I just personally think it should almost be the best 15 players. Obviously that maybe could make it uh, a little, even more difficult to argue, but I just don't, I don't, I don't think there's any reason why Embiid shouldn't be able to be first team this year. I just don't, I just don't think there's going to be enough voters that include him on there, to be honest. Yeah. And I think you got to go with history too on this one. Like how many times like were Shaq and Duncan, you know, are not Duncan. Jeez. Like Shaq and Hakeem or like centers of all time, Wilton Russell. There was only one first team spot for those guys. Like, Right. So I think you got to kind of like put that in a little bit too. Um, but the biggest thing is they don't, they don't play minutes at, at forward. If, if they ever, if Embiid or Jokic ever played with a center, then, then I, then I think it's, then I think it's relevant. But when they don't play with the center ever, it's like, I can't put you forward. So that's why I went with uh, where I went to. That's what. Yeah, my uh, my predictions are definitely based solely on if they allow Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid all on the first team. Um, that obviously definitely kind of screws up your second and third team a little bit if you have to bump one of them down. Um, like you guys said, I agree with you. I, pro- I don't think that all three of them will probably end up getting on there. Um, I just put who I think deserve it. Uh, I think maybe they should just make it where you just need maybe a minimum of one guard, one forward, and one center. Um, that way you can allow other positions on there, but at least you do have one from each position. Um, that way you can have some flexibility on years like this, because I mean, how are the top three MVP candidates not on first team if they're eligible in those spots? Like I completely get, they didn't play any minutes at forward, but it's like, okay, well then don't make them eligible for that forward position. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, my list kind of shakes out differently than your guys' obviously because you guys bumped and beat down to that second team. But yeah, I don't know. yeah, that is a good note. I why why the hell even make them eligible if they're not logging a single minute at the forward spot? That doesn't even make sense. Because then you then you just cut the argument out. You just make it like make it make it more make it easier for these voters. Like yeah. these yeah. voters are probably I would assume going through the same thing we are. Like mm-hmm. can't they literally just can't decide what to do and given that there's they're eligible at forward and center they might you know throw them both in there I, it's i don't know but I, I think the nba can't decide if they want to try to keep the historical value of keeping it the same with the award yeah, or if they want to change it and let it be more positionless like basketball is it's hard because do you keep the historical context or you make it better to move it forward with the game. I don't know. It's kind of a tough argument when it comes to awards, I feel like. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see that we're all in agreement with Luca and D-Book for first team for the guards. Kind of really no debate there. And I'm sure, Chase, you would have had Tatum as a forward if you didn't include Embiid on yeah, your list as well. Yep. So, yep. we're pretty much in agreement throughout all three of these teams. I don't I don't really know if there's honestly much debate to add anyone that's not on our list here. Uh, the one, I guess, if I did I same, if I did the same thing as Chase and had him beat first team, I would have had uh, Gobert on here in third team instead of Pascal. 
because I would have moved Cat up to second team then to fill that center spot. Yeah, and that's kind so, of why I had to throw Gobert on there, painful as that was. And I yeah, also I think I have DeRozan spinning. I see you have DeRozan second team as well. But I do think there is a very, very real chance that he gets snubbed from second team and gets third team like Chase has him. Uh, just because, I don't know, I just think they're just going to snubble. They're going to – history-wise, you you, th- you would assume they're going to vote for KD and, and guys like that, KD and LeBron. So, I don't know. I, why I do you have Trey over Curry? Why do you have Curry over Trey? Because I think – I feel like Trey is the no-brainer. Led the league in scoring and assists. Led the league in scoring and assists. What more do you want him to do? What do you mean led the league in scoring and assists? Like total in total points. points and total assists, he led the NBA. <laughs> Only player to do that. Only player. NBA. Yeah. I just felt like I gave Curry the the advantage because for most of the season, the Hawks were awful. And that definitely comes into play with this award. And so we'll see. Uh, the game is is being played as, as we're recording, but – if the Hawks don't make the playoffs, like then Trey's for sure third team. I feel like with when the the Warriors are the three seed and Trey's team didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, that's definitely a fair argument. That'll probably. But the Hawks but break. They did the make Hawks the playoffs. Yeah, they did make the playoffs. They, are, they did make the playoffs. So they're up seven with thirteen seconds left. So the Hawks are your eight seed. I think the yeah. Hawks Heat series could be an interesting series. Obviously. Uh, the heat. Uh, we'll the we'll get to it. We'll get to it, Chase. Yeah, we'll get to that. Don't dive into come it. Come on, come on. Jumping the gun a little bit. So you just, you just uh, for Curry there. You just went just because you had the the better team there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fair. I do think, like you said, that is something that'll definitely play into the voters' mind. And, and usually for the All NBA, that definitely does impact where the voters put them. I'm glad that we are all in agreement. Cat is finally not going to get snubbed from an All NBA team this year. I will be insanely pissed if he does. Cat Cat was the third best center this regular season. Yes, absolutely. So he 100 percent needs to be on this list. I think he could possibly sneak into second team if Embiid gets first team as well. Uh, but if he doesn't, then he's going to be third team, which I hope so. Just because I don't want to see Rudy Gobert get another All NBA team. So. None of us. Uh, hopefully, no Utah Jazz fans. I'm sure there isn't, but hopefully, there there's none I've, that watch our pod because. Okay, so I don't so, think I've ever met someone. So that's a that's a couple of the snubs too. Is, yeah, who are, your snubs? Uh, who are your snubs? Is Jimmy Butler? Okay. Uh, the fact that there's no the Heat are the one seed and there's no Heat player on this list. Player, that's pretty sketch. Yeah. So yeah, Jimmy yeah. Butler and Pascal were the two guys I was really deciding between. Um, but Butler definitely could be on this list. And also Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell had an amazing season. He had a really good season. And uh, so I feel like you could do some f- um, finagling with that maybe, but but it's hard with those you six guards. It depends on – you'd have to slide Mitchell to the forward spot. So you'd have to convince yourself that he plays small forward. But I don't know if he has any minutes as the three. He might. He might. The Jazz play small a lot. So yeah, he could. I could see that. But but yeah, those I think are are my two biggest snubs. He'll be in a Knicks uniform next year. Maybe. 
I hope not. I hope he gets a better situation than that. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. All right. Well, it's time to jump into trivia. Can't wait to win yet again. Another You're not going to win again. Chase is here. Maybe Chase will beat us both. No, I'm winning. Chase, it's really guess. I'll let you decide. Do you want to ask? You you pick who asked the question. Of us three or yeah. just you two? Of uh, us three. I'll go ahead and ask the first question. Okay, give us your easy question. All right. Honestly, these are all pretty easy. Uh, I just came up with these about 20 minutes ago, so uh, we'll see. 20 Sorry. minutes ago, 32 minutes into the episode. Nice. I can multitask. Um. So let's just uh, start this one off. I uh, actually came across this question. What are you other, doing, Spinner? The other day on uh, Bar <laughs> just Stool. showing off the merch. It's actually uh, is credit to Barstool's The Dozen uh, trivia show on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't seen that, check it out. Shout out Jeff Delo and Barstool. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, Fetty, if you don't know this one, I'm going to be a little disappointed in you. But uh, who was the first ever team? that LeBron James beat in a playoff series. Actually, hold on. I want to see Spinny's answer first. It's honestly funny because I honestly don't know if I know this. I want to, I want to hear okay. Spinny's answer first, and then Spinny, I'll give, then we'll, then give we'll us an answer. I, I'm going to answer this with this balancing on my head. So we're going to go with the Toronto Raptors. And my only reason for that is just because LeBron's always owned them. So I feel like it just would make the most sense that it would be them. Okay. Yeah, that is a very good guess. Kind of honestly what I was leaning towards, but you picked him, I'll go elsewhere. I honestly don't remember at all. This is this tough. Is sad. Big LeBron James fan over here. So you're telling me if I would ask you this, just off the top of your I, head, you would have known. You this. can uh, ask my roommate, Daniel. Uh, he uh, witnessed it, but absolutely I got this answer right when they uh, asked it on the dozen, so... I can't believe you don't know this. I thought this would be easy. Um, can you tell me the was it when was it? His rookie year? I believe it was 2005. 2005, 6th season. Who the hell was first playoff series win, right? Boss, we need a timer for you, bro. Answer, the, answer the question. Come on. Little, no little, hints. No little, hints on the easy hints, question. Hints. No hints on the easy question. Answer the question. Magic. Let's go. Oh All my right. god, this is just embarrassing. No, I didn't say final answer. Yeah, he oh did. Oh my goodness, but it was the uh Washington Wizards, Gil Zero oh. back in the day. Oh yeah, Gilbert Arenas. That's tough. I can't believe Boston. Hold on, I thought he'd get there right away. I get a pass. Fake fan, I guess. I'll pass. I get a pass. No passes for you. I just for that, just for that, you gotta ask your question. Chase acts like he was watching that series. We were eight years old. When hey, can you just ask I the question and stop complaining? Please, thank All right. right. What did you say, Smitty? Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah, stop complaining and ask the question. Yeah, Turn most, on you cat. Most rebounds in career playoff history. Who has the most? This is the easy question. So. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, final answer. I mean... Oh, I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. You said final answer, so you're stupid. No, oh, I'm stupid. You it's did. Not you him. said final it's answer. Not him, it's not him though. Well, shut up. Don't give it a chase. Come on. 
I know it's not right. I can't answer it. Come on, I can answer you it. You said final answer. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. No. Playoffs history. No break for you. Playoff history or finals history? Career playoffs history. Tim Duncan. Final answer. I'm not sure. Yeah, final. Wrong. I covered can I tell him? Yeah, you can tell him. It's Bill Russell. I was going to say that, but uh, yeah, whatever. That's why I said it was easy. Most final finals wins. Come on, boys. Oh! Uh, uh, what is I LeBron? knew that. Why did I speak so fast? I knew that. He's got to be up there. Just with how many playoff games. All right. I get a half. It's been a your turn. I get a half because I answered it. I'll give you a half, but that's fair. Most, most MVPs of all time. Kareem. Yeah, that's what I'm going to. Correct. How many? Six. Okay. Do I get a, I I get a half point there? Do I get no, a half extra half no. point for no, guessing no. six right? No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I'm right now. That was just for the fun of it. Wow, you're right. All right. Chase, medium question. All right. Um, so this is kind of a little Timberwolves question here. Uh, who was the Timberwolves player competing in a dunk contest where one of his signature dunks was to blow out a candle that was on top of a cup, cupcake up on the rim while he was dunking? Do you guys remember that? Gerald Green. Spinny? I don't think that's right, but I remember this. I just I can't remember who. A Timberwolves that. player. Yep. I don't think he blew did. out the candle that was on a cupcake up on the rim. Yeah. Not Zach Levine. Anything? It's not Zach Levine. Three. Is that your answer? Two. Uh, yeah, Zach Levine. And Yes, boss was actually right. It was Gerald Green. Look at me back at it. What's good, Spinner? You answered that so. I almost went with it just because you answered that so quick, honestly. Gerald Green, come on! Everyone's got to remember that. (laughs) Your face. All right. Who in NBA history has the most first-round losses? Not series losses, just like regular game losses. And this is actually a tie for first, so either person I will accept. So which individual player? Yeah, which individual player has the most final or first round game losses? Game losses. It's two players that are tied, so I will give you full points if you get one of the two. Think about people that lose in the playoffs. Are they current players? I'm going to go with the current players. My hint. Damian Lillard. Are you going to go final answer before I give out a hint? Okay, let's let's hear the hint. Gosh, it is not a current player. Either of them? Neither of the two are current players. Ten seconds. Michael Jordan, final. Five, four. No idea. 
You're not even gonna give me a guess. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> All right, that's not current player. Not current player throws out Russell Westbrook. The answer is Dirk Nowitzki and John Stockton. Dirk, mm-hmm. huh? And then set our third behind them was Carl Malone. Think about a lot of playoff. I didn't want to. The easy hint would have been tons of final losses too, and then you guys would have maybe got yeah, Stockton. Yeah, would have got that. Though. Yeah, true. All right, spinning your your turn. All right, medium question. Who are the three the three players of all time that have won three MVPs in a row? Bust, you should get this. Bust, you should get this question because we talked about this. How the list of players? Yep, there's only three. Three on the list. What are who are they? Who've won three MVPs in a row? All right, Michael yep. Jordan. I honestly don't remember Spinny. I remember us having this conversation, but I don't remember the three people. They're none, none of them. Were, none of none of them played when we were alive. When we were alive, none of them played when we were alive. At any point in their career, none of them played. Well, After. none of them played. None of them played when we were older than five, for sure. So they did they play past two thousand or no? No. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. Chase, you got an answer? Because I got at least one, maybe two possible guys. I don't have all three. I would say maybe like Bill Russell and Wilt. I don't know. Can I get a half a point for getting one name right? You you can get... Yeah, you can get half a point for each name, up to one and a half. Bill well, Russell and Wilt. My my guesses are and Kareem. My guesses is that are final chase. Yep. He's going big man. I'm going Kareem, Larry Bird, and um. Wilt. You both. You both got two of the three. You covered all three between you. It's Russell, Wilt, and Bird. Russell, Wilt, and Bird. Okay. Yep. All right, Chase. Those are the three. Russell, Wilt, and Bird. Um, This is kind of a two-parter, I guess. Um, But uh, who was the oldest team in the NBA this season? And then who was the youngest team in the NBA this season? Oldest is Lakers, youngest. This, I think this was based on the beginning of the season. I'm no idea about oldest and youngest. Anything, oldest is Lakers, definitely. That's final. Youngest is either Memphis or the Wolves. I'm going. I'm also going Lakers, oldest, and I'm going. I'm going Grizzlies, youngest. I'm going Lakers, Grizz. I don't feel like it's. But it could be the Wolves. That's like good. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm going Lakers Grizz as well. You guys are close. Obviously, the Lakers are the oldest team in the NBA this year, but the Thunder were actually the youngest. It was. Uh, I believe yeah. it goes the Thunder, us, and Memphis. Uh, don't quote me on that, but it was definitely the Thunder was the youngest. That makes sense. I can't believe I didn't get that. All right, my hard question. I don't think any of you guys will get. Maybe you, you might. 
Only four most improved award winners in NBA history have also won an NBA championship. Only four. Giannis, Siakam, and Kevin Love are three of the four. Who is the fourth? And bonus bonus point if you get the year that he won. This player won most improved. Is this in our lifetime? Is in our lifetime. Okay. okay. So there's only four players. He won a ring. Yeah. Only only four most improved award winners in the history of the NBA have also won a ring. And I named three of them: Giannis, K. Love, and Siakam. How good is this player? This guy is not. He is. He is like your, your basic, your your stereotypical, I should say, um, most improved award winner. So he's like not a big name. He also isn't playing anymore. He played during our lifetime, but is retired. That's another hint I'll give you. Oh, retired, retired. He's retired, yep. Not not a current player. So Iggy's a current player, right? Iggy's still playing, yep. Hmm. I'm trying to think who's one most improved. I know. Yeah, I know. I told you you're not going to get this. It's tough, like especially on the spot. I'm going to go Monty Ginobili. Yeah, that's a good – I don't got anything else. That's what I'm going with, too. Okay, you guys were close in the fact that it is a foreign player. He also did play for the Spurs at – not at the time of winning, but at some one point of his career. His um, – his – Ring was won with the Spurs. His most improved award was won with the Suns. Boris Diaw. Oh! Boris Diaz, the fourth yeah. most improved award winner. I was trying to think of guys like him, too, but, yeah, he clowned LeBron in the finals. Let's go. That was lit. That secures another trivia dub for me. Else for you, Spinny, once again. What if Chase gets this one right? And you don't. Um, yeah, actually, wow, he does beat me then. So. Nice. Sick. Sick, Buzz. Sick. Maybe I'll just whisper to Chase the answer. All right, let's see it. I'm not worried. Uh, who was the last MVP for the New York Knicks? And bonus point if you get the year. The last MVP for the New York Knicks was Patrick Ewing in 1993. That's not right. Not. I'm going with the same guy, but I'm. No, you're not. No, you're not. That means it's not Patrick Ewing. <laughs> I, I can't let you both just tank it like that. It's not Patrick Ewing. I never said final answer. Well, so. Is it after Ewing? Not after Yellow never won an the most recent MVP on the Knicks. Yep. Did I'm he going. Win, did he win an MVP with the Knicks? You're saying, obviously. Yeah. Well, yeah. He had to win it on the Knicks. I thought you were trying to pull some snake stuff. Sandwich. I'm still going him in '94. 
there I can't think of any other good Knicks player. So yeah, I'm going that him, but I'm going let's go with ninety Spinny's two. Spinny's hurry. Actually three. Yep. Patrick Ewing didn't win an MVP. Yep. It was Willis Reed in nineteen seventy. Secured. Nice. Trivia dub. Yet again. What's new, folks? You see this every week. Me just killed in the trivia. Well, actually, suck in the trivia. Spinny just sucks a little more. And Chase Seattle's there. Okay. All right. All right. That was supposed to be a relaxing break, and now I'm just like. Now you're just mad that you lost again. Yeah, now I just want to punch you in the face, honestly. It's tough. All right. Chase, punch it for me, please. Quick. Yeah. Just a little. Just a little. Chase, just right in the side of the head. Just like, bing. You know? No no violence. Feel good. It's too scared. Uh, uh, We're going to talk some playoffs. We're going to talk Eastern Conference first. These are the matchups. Um, The Hawks ended up winning, so they're the eight seed, which does change my um, length of the series, I guess. I'm still picking the Heat, but I'm picking Heat in five instead of six. I thought the Cavs' size could maybe sneak two games away. But whoa, whoa, whoa. you like the Cavs against the Heat more than the Hawks? They match up better. The Hawks don't have very politely, but are are you on? Are you uh, okay? How do the the Hawks match up better? The Hawks, there's more mismatch up better, but the hot Trey Young is like Trey Young could be a difference maker in that series and could actually win a couple games on his back. He could win one game, yeah. I don't. I can't picture him winning two when he's seen all that veteran defense the entire series. Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry—they're gonna be guarding him the entire time. Throw I just don't think the Hawks. I think I don't think the Hawks have enough scoring to keep up with the Heat. They don't. No. I think the Hawks would. Or the Hawks stand a yeah. better chance. I Either think, way, I think we're still in agreement that the Heat are gonna take care of business here. All three of us are in agreement there. I guess I will let you guys dive in. We're all in agreement that the Bucks will take care of business and the Sixers will as well. Obviously, let's be real hard. The Bulls don't stand a chance against the Bucks. No. They're gonna choke. And I'm I think they're gonna steal one game. So Spinny, I don't I don't think you're gonna get a clean sweep there, but they definitely can sweep them. So that's gonna be a for sure win. And I think the Sixers, that's a for sure win over the Raptors, but I think the Raptors are good enough to sneak two games. Away from Especially them. no no Tybal in Toronto. So, right. So, oh yeah, that is true. So, so yeah, we're all in agreement that the Raptors could maybe sneak two games. And six are still going to pull it out just based off too much talent there. But I'll let you guys defend your Celtics in seven here, since I got the Nets in seven. Um, I mean, yeah, you kind of already have it. Oh, Spinny has it down there. The biggest fifty-fifty. Um. I think this series could go either way. The Nets obviously have the two superstars, uh, but the Celtics' big duo isn't that bad either. So uh, I don't know. I think it'll be a good series. Obviously, it's kind of um, more of the stars versus like a team. Um, I think the Celtics are a way better team than the Nets are, but I think the Nets have the better superstars. Um, Supposedly, the Nets are going to maybe get Ben Simmons back halfway through the series. I don't really necessarily it's think not that. not happening whatsoever. I don't really see it happening. I don't think it would really affect the series that much. If anything, I think it could hurt the Nets more than help them. 
Um, obviously, Ben Simmons is good, but he hasn't played basketball in the whole year. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I would not be surprised if the Nets win. Um, I don't think that the Nets get enough heat, really, for uh, how uh, little they've accomplished. I know it's only been kind of two years now that they've been assembled together, but they have had a lot of drama in paradise. And uh, I don't know, maybe they do get more attention on that than I think. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think the Celtics will end up coming out with it. It'll be a good series, though. These are my second and third best teams in the East. I think you have to give the Bucks best best because of the history and last year and what, what they did, as much as I am not going to pick them because I think it's somebody else's year. But you got to get the Bucks number one. But then number two for me would – number two and three would be Celtics-Nets right close to each other. That's why I hate this series. Obviously – um, these are the two teams I was going to cheer for too. Um, so it's, it's tough. I, I wanted any other matchup, but, but I think the Celtics will sneak it out, especially if Rob Williams projected back game three or four. Um, if he comes back, that could be huge difference maker in the series as well. But if Ben Simmons comes back, then I'm definitely worried because I think Simmons de- defense on Tatum alone is enough to change the series. So, uh, I think that's how close it is. But and that definitely I just is what this. That's definitely what the Nets have been lacking is their defense. So, I mean, obviously, we aren't expecting Ben Simmons to come out and produce on offense. So, yeah, like you said, if he can shut down one of um, Tatum or Brown, that's definitely something to be worried about. And if we can get the Tatum from the second half of the regular season, the one that already dropped over 50 on the Nets and was just absolutely like – basically a 95% as good of KD player. It's like, well, man, if we can get that Tatum, then, then this series is completely different. Yep. Yeah. Tatum is a God. I uh, hope he shows out here in the playoffs again. Uh, he's going to be a superstar for sure. Plus you want to, you want to enlighten our amazing fans about your Tatum take from the series. If the Celtics do win. Yep. I'll let them know that I told Spinny this uh, earlier today or yesterday. I don't can't, I don't remember when, but I am going with the Nets here in seven. But and that is just mainly based off the fact that I do not think Rob Will will be back by game three or four. I don't think he's going to be. His initial production was not back until um, Eastern Conference second round, maybe even uh, conference championship. So I think they're going to play it safe here. That's just rushing him out too early in my opinion maybe he is ready to go maybe he does get cleared i just am a little skeptical on that um and they need to if they don't have rob they're not beating they're not being the nets so even with the nets defensive struggles they got two playoff gods in kd and Kyrie that can single-handedly carry them to a serious win i am confident in those two uh doing that and if rob will does play they can win but if he doesn't, they're not going to win. And if they do somehow win this series, I am I am jumping uh, Tatum to superstar level already. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Spinny and I tiered our NBA players, and we both put him in potential superstar. And we even said that Booker or Tatum could make that jump to superstar potentially this year. And I think it's lining up perfectly for Tatum to make that jump. If he beats Kevin freaking Durant in the first-round playoff series – he is a superstar. I'm already putting him there. And I honestly think that if they beat the Nets, they have just as good of a chance as anyone in the entire field to make the finals. I think if they get through this first round, they could 
definitely make the finals. And that's but, the other thing too. I think whatever team gets through this first round and plays the box is going to be battle tested. Whereas the Bucks have been sitting for how many days they beat the Bulls right. in four or five. Now you can argue the Bucks will be more rested because of that. So you can argue the other side, but either way, I think, I think that second round series is going to be amazing. The East is going to be full of good series other yeah. than Bucks Bulls. I think every other series is at least going to have some good moments. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Eastern Conference playoffs this year for sure, and especially this Celtics Nets series because it, it definitely truly is the biggest 50-50 in the entire playoffs this year, no doubt about it. But I guess with that being said, we can jump into our second round here. Obviously, this is all based off of our first-round uh, predictions, so I had the Heat versus Sixers, Nets versus Bucks. That's how that would have lined up. Those teams go head to head. I'm taking the Heat in seven and Bucks in seven. Reasons there. I'm going. I'm just banking on a Sixers collapse and and choke is basically what I'm banking on there. I think the Heat match as would be classic of the Sixers and right would be classic of them and would be classic of Harden based on what we know of him in the playoffs throughout his and Embiid and their coach and the organization right and and their coach and their organization exactly so. I'm banking on the Heat there, obviously, first in the East, very talented, match up really well against the Sixers. So even without a choke by the Sixers, they could still even easily win this series. So I'm going to go with the Heat slight edge there. And the Bucks. I just – like you said, Spinny, it's tough to pick, like, against them, and but you don't necessarily want to pick them either because are they really going to win two in a row? Are they going to make two finals in a row? I don't know. I'm pretty skeptical about that. I don't know if it's their year. But yeah, and I before don't. this, they were choke artist nation every year. Right. Before this. So like, nation. I I give them the Bucks a slight edge because I don't think there's any chance Ben Simmons plays in the playoffs. I think he's he's not playing the season. And based on the article I read before we started recording, it said that Kevin Durant was expecting that too. Kevin Durant said he doesn't expect him at all, at least for sure in the first round. So is the best player, the coach, Steve Nash. And front office, all of them are already saying that they don't really expect him for sure for the first round, if not the entire playoffs. So I'm very skeptical that he just makes a magical comeback and just starts playing, which, like Chase said, that could hurt more than help anyways because then you're going – you're dealing with chemistry issues and, and maybe uh, conditioning issues. You know, he's going against guys that have played an entire season and he's just starting in the playoffs. So, yeah, I think that would be an issue there. So I just had to go – Heat Bucks and then and that series, that's straight toss up too. But as we saw a couple of years ago, the Heat can match up against the Bucks. They got, you know, Bam on Giannis, uh, Jimmy on Middleton, Lowry on uh, Holiday. So again, I'm just kind of going, I think the Heat are a little too deep. They got vet leadership and, and PJ Tucker this year. That was a huge add for them here off the bench. I'm just going to go Heat slight edge here, making it to the NBA Finals. That's my prediction. Yeah, um, I guess, like you guys kind of said, it's hard to bet against the Bucks. But um, are they are they really gonna do it two years in a row? Um, like you guys said, they are choke artists in the past. 76ers though too are the same way. I just I can totally see the Heat uh, upsetting them in that second round. Uh, like you said, they have a lot of veterans on that team, a lot of good defenders, a lot of guys who have been in the playoffs who have been there. Um, I don't know. It could be. Could be a good series. Um, 
you know, Jimmy has some history with the 76ers too, so that would obviously up the intensity. Um, so can I ask you a question, Chase? Yep. Why do you think Heat over Sixers is an upset? Yeah, I was just thinking that. Honestly, too. I don't – yeah, not an upset, I guess, because obviously the Heat are the uh, the one seed, but I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to word pick you. No, just, no, that I is good, you said that no, on purpose. That is a good – no, that is a good point, and I guess I didn't really mean an upset. I guess – to me, I have not heard anything about the Heat all year. Like, maybe I don't pay attention enough, but I swear the media has not talked about the Heat at all. Like, it's great of a season. quiet. Jimmy's getting, their, I've only getting heard, their crap honestly, done, you know? Yeah. I've really only heard about Tyler here all year. Like, and Jimmy Butler, like you said, is flirting with an all NBA season. So um, you just kind of forget about them a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat upset them. Uh, I like the Heat a lot more than 76ers, but I don't know. We'll see. And then, uh, yeah, I guess I had the uh, Bucks taking, taking it over the. Uh, Celtics in seven as well. So that'll be a good series. Hopefully Williams will be back by then. Um, would help the Celtics out a lot there. But Well, too bad Celtics aren't even getting to this point because Williams won't be back in time for round one. So that's tough that you guys are both wrong on that on that end there. But Here's the deal. Um, the winner of the Nets Celtics series is who I was going to pick. So if the Nets win... I, I think they're going to beat the Bucs, too. I think the winner of that series beating the Bucs. Heard it here. Boom, boom. Check it off. Mark it. Whoever it is, they're beating the Bucs. KD almost beat the Bucs last year without Kyrie and with a hobbled Harden. He took the Bucs to seven. So now this That's year true. with Kyrie, with Patty Mills, with Seth Curry, with all the shooters they just got everywhere floating around, like, I don't know. We'll see. Drummond. He's been playing like he's a man motivated now. So, and if the Celtics win, that means Rob Will is back. And I love that defense against Giannis because it's going to be yep. real pushed in on him. And they're long enough, they can extend out the shooters still. So, I just like yep. the defensive aspect um, if that's the case. So, I'm taking either of those over the Bucks. I think the Heat are just going to play off experience out the Sixers. And I'm not picking a team with nobody that has playoff success experience, at least making a finals, you know, other than their coach, he's won a finals, but he's also choked the most three, one leads in history. And he made a finals against the Lakers two years ago. Fun fact. It's talking about the Sixers. I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. That's why, that's why I was picking the heat over the Sixers is because of that (laughs) success experience. Um, but I don't think Doc Rivers has been a good coach in, in recent history. Obviously, he was, and he's going to be a Hall of Fame coach. But recently, he's shown up to be lead blower God. So um, I just got to pick the heat because of what's happened before. And then same thing. I think the Eastern Conference Finals will be a great series, but the Celtics Nets winners who I got in the, uh, in the finals. I will die on my take that. Doc Rivers is the most overrated coach in NBA history. I'll die on that take. West Conference playoffs pushed down. Here's our matchups. Um, we are recording Friday night, so we don't know the winner of the Clippers-Pelicans game, but neither of them have a chance against the Suns, so it doesn't matter. 
Suns in four or five. We're all in agreement there. We're all we're. I guess I'm the only one that picked the Mavs. That's kind of surprising. I thought maybe you guys would pick the Mavs too. I did switch that. That's only literally me banking on uh, Luca coming back and being healthy, which I'm sure, which is why you guys picked the Jazz. Yeah, Luca's out. Luca's out for sure. Game one and in in serious jeopardy to miss game two. See, even though even if he misses game two, I still think they can win the series. Down 2-0, I he's done it before. He came back against the Clippers down 2-0 and made that a series as well. So I think he can do it, honestly. If he comes back I, in three and plays the rest of the series, that's why I picked Mavs in seven. I think they, they can get it done if he that's goes back. That's fair. I just but think that, the cap strain is going to last him too long. Right, exactly. It's all on that cap strain. We'll see what happens. Because if Luka was full healthy – I think the Mavs could go to these to go to the Western Conference Finals. They could, yeah. I mean, Luke is a, a god. He's a monster. A lot of lot of resemblance to LeBron's Finals Cavs team with the Mavs team with Luca from this year. A lot of a lot of vibes yeah. from from that comparison. Obviously, the Dallas team is more talented than that Cavs team, but same type of player on the breakout stage. That's kind of the memories I got from this Mavs team. The Warriors, we all in agreement there that they will take care of business against the Nuggets. There's just way too much talent and experience on the Warriors for the Nuggets to really have a chance. And I did look it up. Murray and Michael Porter are both, you know, basically not playing for the playoffs. That's what's that's what's expected, at least as of now. So I don't think the Nuggets really have any remote chance being the Warriors there. And wow, spinning! You're picking the Grizzlies over the Wolves here. Come on. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm gonna let you defend yourself here because this is just, this is disrespectful to your your Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh really? It's disrespectful to pick the team with the second best record in the league over the classic biggest choke artist state of sports, Minnesota Timberwolves. Who this like? choke nation when they barely make the playoffs with a best player who's can every playoff game he's ever played in he's played awful basically so i mean come on don't 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 dog me too much don't dog me too much taking the second best record in the league however i will be cheering for the wolves wholeheartedly i hope the wolves prove me wrong i would absolutely love to be dead wrong about this but I think the Grizzlies are on something. They got something going, and neither team has playoff experience. So I think it's it's pretty much a – this is the closest series in the West um, as far as uh, match teams, two, two I believe. And I, I Kat's got to prove it to me that he can score with playoff defense and playoff roughing consistently and beat somebody. I think Jaron Jackson's going to outplay Kat in the series. I do. I just – he gives me a better playoff vibe than – Complain every play, guy. I hope Cap was me wrong. I would love it. It would make me so happy. I just, I can't, I haven't seen it. I can't pick him when I haven't seen it. Can't believe you think Jaron Jackson's going to just guard Cap like that. I uh, I definitely uh, hope you're wrong. Um, I can see where you're coming from with the uh, history of Minnesota sports letting us down. But uh, like you said there at the end, uh, both teams have, pretty much zero playoff experience. The I think I saw a tweet today that 
basically every significant player on both teams has five or less playoff games, except for Steven Adams has about 60-ish, and Pat Beverly has about 60-ish as well. Um, so, I don't know. I think, unbiasedly, I think it's going to be a great series. I think it will go six or seven. Um, I do think these are two of the young up-and-coming teams, um, both with just extremely, extremely good young talent with Anthony Edwards, John Morant, Jaron Jackson, Cat, D'Lo. Um, I'm not even going to throw Dylan Brooks in there, but you can throw Dylan Brooks in there. I know Memphis fans are going crazy about him thinking he's the Wolves killer. Um, he might be better than D'Lo. We are not afraid of Dylan Brooks at all. Um, so, yeah, no, I – I get your curse. Is, is Dylan Brooks that. better than D'Lo? Absolutely not. Um, or, or Desmond Bain? Desmond Bain might be better. Dylan Brooks. Dylan too. Brooks is a name brand. Uh, Malik Beasley, in my opinion, but um, with starters minutes. And uh, anyways, um, I do get your criticism about Cat. I am in the same boat. He needs to prove it. He needs to step up. Um, as you saw in the playing game, he uh, got completely taken out. Um, I do think that is a little bit of credit to Ty Lue, though, the Clippers. Clippers the, Bill, the Bill Belichick of NBA uh, coaches, as was said on the uh, – by the uh, I'm not going to go that. I'm not going to go that far, but Ty Lue is definitely a good coach. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. Ty Lue is a good coach, and he Agreed. gets his guys to play for him. But uh, the Clippers are obviously a team full of vets as well. They knew what they were going to do. They were going to pester and get Cat out of the game. They did it. Um, but that's exactly why we went and got D'Angelo Russell and kept the role guys that we have around us. That's why we have Chris Finch running the show. Um, because if it was if we had Andrew Wiggins on our team, we would have got beat by 30. So, um, yeah, it's kind of nice having those guys. Um, you saw the, the way the team is um, as a whole. It's not just star-studded with Cat. Um, but yeah, no, I fully expect to see a great series. Like Boss said, I don't think Jaron Jackson is going to take care of Cat. I think he'll be a factor in the series. But overall, I think the Timberwolves are just a mismatch um, for any team, honestly, in the NBA. And that's why I think they're such a scary team for the playoffs. So as long as they don't uh, pull the classic Minnesota sports and a bunch of choke artists, I think uh, we'll be all right. And it should be a fun playoff. Cat couldn't even back down Reggie Jackson last game. We're not losing to the Grizzlies at home whatsoever. You want to merch? Do you want to merch that? You want to put some money on that? Yeah, game three when we're there, you'll see. Yeah. You want to put some money right now on on the fact that the Wolves will win every home game? No, I don't. I don't want to do that. Okay. Okay. I'm in agreement with Chase. Wolves are a matchup nightmare for basically every team and definitely for the Grizzlies. I'm not even remotely scared of any single player on their team other than John Morant and Jaron Jackson. I don't care about Desmond Bay. I don't care about Dylan Brooks. None of these guys scare me, not even in the littlest bit, because they're just as inexperienced, if not more, than us. So I don't know. that They're not going to be ready. Pat Beverly is going to mentally abuse those Grizzlies. They're going to be out of it. Before the tip off, why, why, what, why are you acting like you want? You're like against. This is Grizzlies fans. This is Grizzlies fans right now. No, that this is apparently you too. This is apparently not Grizzlies fans. That was Grizzlies. There's a lot of wolves haters, wolves fake fans out here that have been chirping me the last couple days about how we're gonna upset the Grizzlies. So come back to this. We'll see. 
We'll We're see. being the Grizzlies. We'll I'm see. feeling really good about this series. I was praying for this matchup. I wanted the two seeds path to the Western Conference Finals. We'll see. I don't want to have to you play want, the Warriors. You, I don't want to play the Warriors second round. That's tough, but I was hoping it was going to be one of the other two. But, you know, we'll take that. We'll take it. I'd rather play the Warriors than the Suns in the second round. So. Absolutely. Second round. Suns versus Mavs for me. Warriors versus Timberwolves. I don't know. This is tough for me. I don't see even if the Jazz make it here, I think it's similar. I don't I can't picture either of those guys having a chance because Suns, I think maybe the games could be competitive and all five of the games be close, but I can't even picture the Suns um losing this series. Yeah, the Mavs I, could beat the Mavs with a healthy Luka could beat the Suns. No, they can't. They cannot mm-hmm. beat the Suns. They can. They can. They can. They can. They can. Beat the Mavs. Hundred percent. The Mavs with healthy Luka took Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to Game Seven two years in a row. So I think I think at where he's at right now, if he's if if the cap yeah. if the calf strain isn't a thing, the that, Suns. Uh, this this could be. Our- this is the possible only upset for the Suns that I see in the West. No dummy mode like he can. No chance. No chance the Mavs beat the Suns. They they're just a matchup night, nightmare for the the Mavs. And the Suns are also way better than the Clippers were that year. So I don't know. I don't know. That that is true that that he took Kawhi and PG there. And those two players are obviously insane. But that Clippers team made the Western Conference Finals. But as a collective whole, this Suns team is definitely better than that Clippers team. For sure. Come on now. Either way, we're all in agreement. Literally all of us have the Suns winning the Western Conference here. Yep. Spain and I have them beating the Warriors and Chase picking a homer pick, having the Wolves. Now that's that is a homer pick. You think the Wolves are gonna beat the Warriors in the second round? That is absolutely a biased I guess I'm gonna let you try to defend this take here. <laughs> that is absolutely a biased pick. Um I do think again, like I said, we are a matchup problem for any team. Um I think the Suns are the only team that would absolutely work us. I do think the Warriors are the second best team to absolutely work us. But if it goes seven, I don't know. I'm just fully expecting Andrew Wiggins to somehow mess up this series um, for them and, you know, kind of give us hopefully the last laugh. Um, Absolutely a biased pick. The Warriors are going to kill us with championship experience and everything like that. So I could absolutely be the other way around. But uh, we're going to go with it. Hot take here and uh, we'll see what happens, I guess. That's like the hottest of the hot takes. Whew. But I get it. I get we'll, it. I get we'll, come it. Back. we'll come back to this. All right. We're pretty much all in agreement yeah, here. So we're, we're in agreement. I don't think so. we need to belabor the point. Let's, no, let's move on. Let's jump to the final kind of a, series. Kind of a random note here, kind of jumping back to the Wolves and Grizzlies. I did see that I believe there's six players that were drafted in two number one picks being uh, Kat, or Cat, D'Lo, Ja. Um, Jared Culver, like all those top five picks are all going to be in that series, which is kind of crazy. Jared Culver's mid. He should be out of there. He should be. Yeah, he's – I shouldn't even have mentioned his name, but – Wow. NBA Finals predictions here. We all think the Suns are going to win the NBA Finals this year. I think that's kind of crazy to think about that. We're all in agreement on that standpoint. And – we just picked different Eastern Conference teams. That's all it really came down to. I think the East, as we've been saying, it, it's going to be tough this year. And I could picture the Bucks, Celtics, or Heat 
even the 76ers. Uh, Spinny, you didn't mention them as another contender. You don't think uh, they have a chance to win the championship this year? Like a true chance? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe like Puncher's chance to win, but I. Harden so really like Dallas with Luka more than the Sixers. Yes. That's crazy to me. I don't and think I like how they played at the end of the season. Dinwiddie and Brunson are enough scoring to, to keep them up. And especially when Luca's running the passing to them. And Luca's just I think Luca's that guy. I think Luca's that good that he can make a difference in wins in the playoffs like that. I think he's that guy that can like step up into that next young guy to take that role of like I can be like Durant, LeBron type of guy where I can just take a team to the finals based on me being an absolute yeah i guess that's fair he he gives me those vibes i just don't think this is the personnel to do it with i don't i don't think he can get it done i don't anticipate a western conference finals run let alone a nba finals run i don't think that's possible with his roster but he alone is player that could do that so it could happen. And the Hawks, the Hawks did it last year, kind of on a random same type of deal. So I just, right. I just see vibes like that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Are gonna do it this year. <laughs> oh, here's Chase with his homer fix again. So Chase, Suns over Bucks. You just going with the finals rematch? The Suns are gonna get the rematch, yep. revenge. Um, I just kind of went with who I think the two best teams are. Um. Uh, Suns are obviously the best team in the NBA. Um, I think that's pretty clear. The Bucks, obviously, you can make a couple arguments with them, um, but overall, I just think that Giannis, um, Drew Holiday, and uh, Middleton are just that trio is pretty tough. So, um, and they obviously went to the finals last year. So, um, I just think they're going to get back. Like you guys said, though, it is tough to get there, um, especially get back there uh, two years in a row. So. I don't know. I think, we're all, I think we're all pretty much on the same page, though. You got the I heat. Think, I think if I was the Suns, the Bucks is the only matchup I don't want. It's the biggest matchup. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Because you saw what Giannis did to them last year. Yep. Absolutely just whatever he wanted. He's going to eat like that again. That's, exactly. a big so, That's a big thing with any playoff series. It's all about the matchups. I mean, you can throw put the records in there, but, I mean – that's where I can see the Suns losing with the situation with the Bucks. Everyone's got yep, yep. Wow, I I am now a little worried though that since we all picked the Suns, they're not even going to make the NBA Finals since we all picked them. So I'm a little worried. I was hoping you guys were going to have different picks so that I could uh, feel good about my Suns pick. But now I'm feeling a little worse about it to be honest because. Usually when everyone's in agreement, that usually ends up meaning that team's going to choke. True. I feel like that happens a lot. But maybe not, Suns. Let's see. Suns, maybe if they get it done, they could. Uh, if Booker gets it done, obviously he's going to be a superstar if he gets it done. I think, honestly, team. I think if, he makes a, B. if he makes the finals, he's a superstar. I'm giving him that. Tatum, Tatum the just finals? Be, if he makes the finals, he's a superstar. Yeah, it's two years in a row he's made the finals. Just for the sake of a little argument here between you two, um, who is uh, currently better or higher on or closer to the superstar status, I guess, Tatum or Booker? Booker. 
Okay. I thought you I, would I thought you'd maybe go the Tatum route. All right. Um the only reason I say that is his accomplishments, like Bus said. He went to the finals last year. He's gonna go probably to the finals again this year. Yeah. But Booker is on a better team and has a guy like Chris Paul who's super experienced and is that leadership guy. So Booker necessarily doesn't have to be that and he doesn't have to be the floor general guy. Whereas Tatum doesn't necessarily have that because like smart kind of takes that role, but yeah. obviously isn't anywhere near the player that CP3 is. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, just based on accomplishments, I think Tatum will end up being the better player, but we'll see. Yeah. They're both so young. We'll, uh, get a, hopefully a, many, many more years of watching them to develop and taking over the league. Hopefully they will be superstars. After this playoffs, I'm feeling good about Celtics, and uh, I guess I did pick the Nets, but again, obviously that series is 50-50, so I'm feeling good that those two guys are going to be superstars after this season, if not for sure after next season, for sure. So, well, fans, here it Jeez, is. We That's blabbered on a long time. Holy yeah, we blabbered on a long time, people. but. You can't really blame us, though, Spinny. Come on. We're talking NBA playoffs. This is an exciting time of the this year. This is what we love. And we obviously have to give more updated award predictions, too. Agreed. Since our last talk was how many weeks ago. So, yep. sorry for dragging you guys on through that, but hopefully it was worth it for you guys, and we appreciate it. This third episode this week. Again, that's crazy for us to be. Content, content, content. Yeah. Eat it up. We love it. And I guess before we hop off, one quick announcement. Not really. I'm not really doing the announcement, Spinny. Don't worry. Okay, okay, okay. But big time announcement coming out in the next time, next couple days. Here we got something big coming in the works next week. So in these next two or three days, look for uh, a tweet, Instagram post, whatever, Facebook post. Look on social media. We got a big announcement coming up. So stay tuned yeah. for that. If you're this far in the episode, I'm sure you follow us on social media, but this is right. something really, really, really sweet. Um, I don't want to jump the gun on it just because the details are a little sketchy at this point for, for all the fans to know, but uh, it'll be lit. So be paying attention because, wow, just yeah, really cool stuff going on. Really cool stuff. Well, Chase, appreciate you coming on, talking NBA again. It's always fun to talk NBA with you. Absolutely appreciate and it. And here we are, NBA playoffs tomorrow. Let's get it. Let's go Wolves, Let's baby. Let's, Let's get go it. Wolves, baby. All right. That was and, hey, hey, also, Hard Hatter fans, let us know if you want some more merch. We got this lit merch going on. Yeah. I talked about it in the Marissa vid, too. But, uh, yeah, put it, put it a little closer yeah. to the camera. So All right. We're going to watch the hockey special. You can see it. Check out Let's that sick day. I'm trying, I'm trying to get one of those mugs. Send one my way. Yeah. Come on. There, there's a list, so we're trying to get something going for sure. And uh, yeah, so yeah. We're, we're thinking about merch. So. so let us know if you want some and be interested. And then uh, if there's a lot of interest, we'll definitely get it going. So see, after I break after I break this one, dropping off my hat, I'll probably need another one myself. So. Absolutely. All right. All right. That was that was our NBA special. Peace, Peace out, y'all. We go love Wolves. you. We love you.